Lights that spark fire nation. JLD here with a commencement address to the graduates from the UCLA Medical School back on June 1st, 2018 by Atul Gawande. Curiosity in what equality really means. Fire Nation, this is a very intense address. So be forewarned, there may be some things said at the beginning that are not for the faint of heart. But I can assure you this message, this speech is an incredible one. I truly hope you enjoy and we will dive in right as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsor. Successful entrepreneurs take advantage of tools that do things more efficiently. And when it comes to hiring, the tool to use is ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Fire Nation, let's dive into the speech by Atul Gawande, Curiosity and What Equality Really Means. I want to start with the story. One night on my surgery rotation during my third year of medical school, I followed my chief resident into the trauma bay in the emergency department. We'd been summoned to see a prisoner who swallowed half a razor blade and slashed his left wrist with the corner of the crimp on a toothpaste tube. He was about 30, built like a boxer with a tattooed neck, hands shackled to the gurney, and gauze around his left wrist showing bright crimson seeping through. The first thing out of his mouth was a creepy comment about the chief resident, an Asian American woman. I won't say what he said, just how he managed in only a few words to be racist, sexist, and utterly menacing to her. She turned on her heels, handing me the clipboard and said, he's all yours. I looked at the two policemen with him to see what they were going to do. I don't know what I expected that they'd yell at him, beat him, but they only looked at me impassively, maybe slightly amused. He was all mine. So what now? Graduates, wherever you go from here, whatever you do, you will be tested. And the test will be about your ability to hold on to your principles. The foundational principle of medicine, going back centuries, is that all lives are of equal worth. This is a radical idea, one ultimately inscribed in our nation's founding documents. We are all created equal and we should all be respected as such. I do not think it was a mere coincidence that among the 56 founding fathers who signed the Declaration of Our Independence was a physician, Dr. Benjamin Rush. He was a committed revolutionary and abolitionist precisely because of his belief in the principle. We in medicine do not always live up to that principle. History has been about the struggle to close the gap between the aspirations and the reality. But when that gap is exposed, when it turns out that some people get worse or no treatment because of their lack of money, lack of connections, background, darker skin pigment, or additional X chromosome, we are at least ashamed about it. We believe a CEO and a cabbie with the same heart disease deserve the same chance at survival. Hospitals are one of the few places left where you encounter the whole span of society. Walking the halls, you begin to understand that the average American is someone who has a high school education and $30,000 a year in per capita earnings, out of which 30% goes to taxes and another 30% to housing and healthcare costs. These Americans are also told, by the way, that people like them, the majority of the population, have no future in a knowledge economy. Because hey, what can anyone do about it anyway? Working in healthcare, you also know more 
more than most, that we incarcerate more people than any other economically developed country, that 30% of adults carry a criminal arrest record, that 7 million people are currently incarcerated on parole or on probation, and that a massive and troubling proportion of all of them are mentally ill or black. Most people don't have this broad vantage. We all occupy our own bubbles. Trust in others, even our neighbors, is at a historic low. Much of society has become like an airplane boarding line with different rights and privileges for zones 1 to 97, depending on your wealth, frequent flyer mileage, credit rating, and SAT scores. And many in those lines think, although no one likes to admit it, that they deserve what they have more than the others behind them. Then the boarding agent catches some people from zone 84, jumping ahead of the people from zone 57, and all hell breaks loose. Insisting that people are equally worthy of respect is an especially challenging idea today. In medicine, you see people who are troublesome in every way. The complainer, the person with an unfriendly tone, the unwitting bigot, the guy who, as they say, makes poor life choices. People can be untrustworthy, even scary. When they're an actual threat, as the inmate was for my chief residence, you have to walk away. But you will also see lots of people whom you might have written off prove generous, caring, resourceful, brilliance. You don't have to like or trust everyone to believe their lives are worth preserving. We divide the world into us versus them, an ever-shrinking population of good people against bad ones. But it's not a dichotomy. People can be doers of good in many circumstances, and they can be doers of bad in others. It's true of all of us. We are not sufficiently described by the best thing we have ever done, nor are we sufficiently described by the worst thing we have ever done. We are all of it. Regarding people as having lives of equal worth means recognizing each as having a common core of humanity. Without being open to their humanity, it is impossible to provide good care to people to ensure, for instance, that you've given them enough anesthetic before doing a procedure. To see their humanity, you must put yourself in their shoes. That requires a willingness to ask people what it's like in those shoes. It requires curiosity about others and the world beyond your boarding zone. Fire Nation, more value bombs coming when we get back from thanking our sponsor. When you're in business growth mode, you need qualified candidates who can help you free up time, and ZipRecruiter can help. Gretchen Hebner is a perfect example of this. She's a co-founder of Codabell, a computer game used in thousands of elementary schools that helps kids learn to code. As the game grew in popularity, Gretchen had less time to dedicate to the design of the game. She needed to hire a skilled game artist so she could focus on growing the business. Gretchen's biggest concern, that it would be a tough position to fill, not only because of the skills it required, but also because she wanted to someone who is passionate about teaching kids. With the help of ZipRecruiter's pre-screener questions, Gretchen was able to narrow her search and find the perfect match, Greg fast. And Gretchen isn't the only one. In fact, four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, you too can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, let's dive back into curiosity and what equality really means. We are in a dangerous moment because every kind of curiosity is under attack. Scientific curiosity, journalistic curiosity, artistic, 
cultural. This is what happens when the abiding emotions have become anger and fear. Underneath that anger and fear are often legitimate feelings of being ignored and unheard. A sense, for many, that others don't care what it's like in their shoes. So why offer curiosity to anyone else? Once we lose the desire to understand, to be surprised, to listen and bear witness, we lose our humanity. Among the most important capacities that you take with you today is your curiosity. You must guard it. For curiosity is the beginning of empathy. When others say that someone is evil or crazy or even a hero or an angel, they are usually trying to shut off curiosity. Don't let them. We are all capable of heroic and of evil things. No one and nothing that you encounter in your life and career will simply be heroic or evil. Virtue is a capacity. It can always be lost or gained. That potential is why all of our lives are of equal worth. In medicine, you are asked to open yourself to others' lives and perspectives, to people as well as circumstances you do not and perhaps will not understand. This is part of what I love most about this profession. It aims to sustain bedrock values that matter across all of society. But the work of preserving those values is hard. When I began my story, I made a point of not telling you the inmate's crime, although one of the policemen told me. I wasn't sure whether it would change how open you'd be to putting yourself in my shoes as I wrestled with what to do. The man's vital signs were normal. He had no abdominal tenderness. An x-ray showed the razor hadn't perforated his gastrointestinal tract. I put on gloves and unwrapped his blood-soaked dressing. I held pressure. He'd made numerous slashes, but none deep enough to reach an artery. I'd heard that inmates sometimes swallow blades wrapped in cellophane or inflicted wounds on themselves that, though not life-threatening, were severe enough to get them out of prison. I tried to summon enough curiosity to wonder what it had taken to push him over that edge, but I couldn't. I only saw a bully. As I reluctantly set about suturing together the long strips of skin on his forearm, he kept up a stream of invective about the hospital, the policeman, the inexpert job I was doing. I don't do well when I feel humiliated. I had the urge to tell him to shut up and be a little appreciative. I thought about abandoning him. But he'd controlled himself enough to hold still for my administrations, and I suddenly remembered a lesson a professor had taught me about brain function. When people speak, they aren't just expressing their ideas, they are, even more, expressing their emotions. And it's the emotions that really want to be heard. So I stopped listening to the man's words and tried to listen for the emotions. You seem really angry and like you feel disrespected, I said. Yes, he said, I am. I am angry and disrespected. His voice changed. He told me that I have no idea what it's like inside. He'd been in solitary for two years straight. His eyes began to water. He calmed down. I did too. For the next hour, I just sewed and listened, trying to hear the feelings behind his words. I didn't understand him or like him, but all it took to see his humanity, to be able to treat him, was to supply that tiny bit of openness and curiosity. Graduates, you have studied for thousands of hours on end. You will be licensed to make diagnoses and prescribe the armament of drugs and procedures. Most of all, you will be given trust to see human beings at their most vulnerable and serve them. That trust is earned because of your values, your commitment to serving all as equals, and your openness to people's humanity. The renewal of these values is why we're all so grateful to be here and so grateful that you will carry those values on beyond us. Fire Nation, hope this really touched a chord with you. And thank you to Atul and Gawande for this great keynote address, curiosity and what equality really means. Fire Nation, I'll catch you on the flip side.
When it comes to hiring, you can save time and get more qualified candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.